Wait, is, is there actually going to be, like, branding on the stream? Oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> There's no way. They actually added that in so that when they re-encode, it'll just put, like, a restream re branding. No, it looks fine. I think it's fine. Uh, let me check Trovo. Shut up. Mobile live dashboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. Okay, it's good. I was about to open the stream by, like, singing. And then I was like... And then I was like okay, yeah, we got, we got low latency and everything. Your bitrate settings is out of recommended for Twitch. It is, it is 6,000. Less than 6,000. Whatever. What the heck ever. Am I right? Let me see if that shows up on, on stream properly. Oh, did I, I remove the stream stuff? There we go. We got some... Boy. Oh, goodness. I didn't have to start out by... I thought it was just gonna be fine to just like, oh yeah, throw it up and everything. Well, we got got some issues apparently. Let me see. If I pull that up, is it gonna? Yeah, it, it cuts it off. We can't have it be cutting off. What's with that? Unlock it. Let me see it. Oh, is it being cut off by this? Let me try again. Oh. Oh, it's just because it's... I have to put that above everything. See, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, it's been a long time since I've streamed. I I really just... Uh, I wanted to have this as a, a hobby. You know, just do that on the side. Have a bit of fun in it. <laughs> bit of fun in it. Uh... But I, I kept putting it off and just not. I, I wanted to to make it special. I wanted to do a lot of special things, but it's just like yeah, whatever. It's okay. It's fine. I don't know what this image uh, says. I haven't asked the uh, the internet or anything. Come on. It's not difficult. Centered screen. There we go. Let me just test this thing once again. E. There we go. See, it's fine. See, I figured it out. I fi figured it out. It's, it's fine. Again, we see this. Um. Yep. There we go. Uh. So I was gonna do another one of the epic funny discourse sections it, it the, the segment it has it hasn't gone away it's still here well i mean i've i've gone away it's gone away with me but um is that my, my door just freaking out i'll have to have the the mute button on the ready anyhow um yes the segment that's, that's what i was going to adhd my way into Segment is uh, 
is going to be back for just a little bit today. Uh, I, I want to quickly respond to Twitter because Twitter is just where you get the worst discourse possible. I want to maybe rationalize my position on some people. Um, here's my perspective, really, on Twitter, is that it's not really much point to uh, talking with people on there. There's, there's not much point with trying to argue with people. There's, there's no opinions to be changed. Um, because people are insane, and they're not there to have their opinions changed. Um, they're not there to have any any sort of rational thought, rationalization going on. Um, so, best you can really do is if you if you've got a platform, or if you if you want to hope to have a platform, I don't, I don't know. You use them as an example um, to rationalize your own position, uh, and then you move on, and then. I don't know. It, it It's just not the right platform to be responding to people on. Because uh, there's not enough that can be said in order to rationalize a position. And also that some people are just bad faith and they don't, they're not there to rationalize a position at all. So, um, uh, we had a follower like a month ago. Did that, did that do something? Oh, I have to hit the funny button. I forgot that I had that set as my thing. Uh, yeah, probably some furry or something. Let me look. Let me see if they're a furry. I don't know, weeb, furry, something. Same, same thing, right? Just, just wanted to re-hit that. I think, I think I had some bots. I don't know. It's, it's funny looking in Streamlabs events and seeing like one thing from five months ago, one thing from one month ago, and then one year. Anyway. Um, had some like bots, it seems, but I was going to be responding to some interesting takes on Twitter. I don't think I, cause I've got like this, uh, that's the wrong one. I don't know why this one exists. Uh, but I've got like this one. Uh, I didn't figure out how to get the chat to just stay there. I think I'd have to have like both chats in like separate windows and then those would be able to stay there just fine i'd have to have like twitch and what but I, I, i'm gonna put some more work into this when i actually get managed to uh revamp the stream uh but I'm, I'm just gonna be lazy about it now okay get rid of get rid of the flopper um we're just gonna pop up on twitter here um i wonder if there's a way for me to sort of show the uh the yeah Oh crap! People might might be deleting stuff. I don't know that that looked a little funny. Oh, here this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna go this, this, this. Uh, yeah, this is this is how we do this. Um. Oh, that might have been a deleted tweet. Oh crap! We've moved stuff around. This is a disaster. Okay. That and then that. And then the full thing. There we go. I think I think that might have been a deleted tweet that I wanted to respond to. I don't know if I had like a screenshot of it. But <clears throat> here we are. <clears throat> Goodness sake. Gotta get lubricated. Gotta get ready. Uh, let's, let's delete flopperooski.jpg. Get rid of that. Um, 
monitor one. It better be one. Monitor one. That'd be really funny if it wasn't. Okay, there we go. We got the monitor up. Um, so we start out with Elon Musk. If I had a dollar every time someone asked me to, if Trump is coming back to this platform, Twitter would be minting money. Now, this is an interesting thing to say, obviously. Uh, he says he's the chief twit of Twitter, of course. It's, it's funny, you know. Bit of a, um, what do you call it? Uh, investor activism uh, thing that he's done where he's uh, bought up a ton of shares, came in and said, okay, we're going to change the way that this company is managed. Um, and, it, and it is interesting to consider this. Uh, he says Twitter's mint would be minting money. Um, it, it's an interesting remark because uh, he as a... Um, as a, uh, you know, chief chief investor or just a, a large shareholder of this company is going to want to, with his activism investment, be able to help them manage the company better. Otherwise, his investment has not uh, been successful for him. So it's, it's in his best interest to see Twitter be more profitable, which it hasn't been for a while, as far as I'm aware. I'm pretty sure they've... Uh, they, they've got loads of debt. Uh, the stock price is a little bit up since he bought in. Um, so, I mean, he could probably sell for a a profit. Well, actually, I don't think he legally can um, sell for a profit at this point. He would actually have to sink a little more eggs into that proverbial basket before he does something like that. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, for, for sake of not rambling, we have to move on. Um, we've got a, got a reply from a funny account. How much money would you have if you had a dollar for every time you ignored some someone asking how you're going to deal with transphobia? Um, now, apparently this account uh, has one of their moderators as a... Uh, oh, one of their moderators is a zoo file, um, which is, you know, it makes it difficult to want to uh, take someone like this seriously. Whenever they have a take, it's like, okay you are ran by a zoo file. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. You might be talking to someone right now who uh, is sexually attracted to animals. That's a little bit weird. That's that's murky territory. I don't know if I want to necessarily take this person seriously. Um, and I, I don't even know. <clears throat> Goodness sake, what have I got in my throat? <clears throat> now, uh... I, I don't necessarily know if that's true. I've, I've seen screenshots saying that this is the person who has this account and that they've posted about being a no-contact zoophile or something like that. And I don't... Th that Frankly, that's, that's not the topic that we're going to be talking about. <clears throat> um, this, this account has been constantly replying to Elon Musk, uh, asking, how are you going to deal with transphobia? How are you going to deal with transphobia? Um, and... The, the first thing that I have to say about that is that, you know, he is coming from a freedom of speech standpoint. Freedom of speech is sort of universal. Just because it's speech you do not like doesn't mean that it should be banned if you're going purely from that um, perspective. So a lot of people on here will, will, will say stuff like, oh, just, just say you want you want the right to say slurs, say you want the right to, to be mean to minorities, and say you want the right to be racist. And it's, uh, my, my response to that is literally, yes, those things that you do so long as they are within speech are protected under freedom of speech. That, that is the point of freedom of speech, is it, it includes especially speech that you dislike. Um, so if people are being transphobic, if people are being whatever, 
then they, they absolutely have that right. Uh, and the, the, whether the platform wants to police people saying certain things, um, that's that's up to the platform to a certain degree. I don't I don't think Twitter, with all of its ability to control uh, the narrative, to control free speech, um, is really doing its due diligence as a corporation that hosts a lot of free speech. Um, you know, many people have described it as the the town hall of um, of the internet, the t the town hall in the modern day, where you can go stand up on your soapbox and say whatever you want. Um, except you can't say whatever you want. You no longer really have that right uh, because a private corporation has decided that you can't say certain things that they deem unsavory. I don't think that that line can be applied uh, uh, evenly. I, I don't think it, it is a consistent line that can be drawn. Um, and, I, and I think people really lose themselves in this sort of dogma of like, oh, people didn't, people said things that I didn't like, they shouldn't have the right to say that. Um, when, when you say it that way, uh, well, and people don't really say it that way in particular, it's, it's just particular stuff about, oh, you said a slur, I don't think people should have the right to say slurs, you said something transphobic, I don't think you should have the right to say something transphobic. Uh, that is not a consistent line that can be drawn. The, the, the most consistent line should be that people have the freedom of speech, people have the right to be rude, people have the right to be terrible people, it doesn't, it's not morally correct. Simply saying, the, the fact that it is protected under the law does not make it morally correct, it is just a human right that they have. Um, and in, in a different way, like... I, I guess you'd have to get really basic at this point in order to rationalize this. Why is why why are certain things illegal? Let's say murder, for example. Murder, you are taking away someone's right, bodily right to autonomy. You're taking away their personal freedoms and any potential ability for them to do anything permanently. Obviously, you should not have the right to do something like that. That is a, a principle that can be applied evenly. Um, but with this, it's like when someone is saying... I don't think that a biological man can be a woman, can become a woman, at least with the current technology that we have today, then, and, and you're going to say that's transphobic, you should not be allowed to say that, that is a fundamental trampling of someone else's freedoms, and I don't really stand for that in the same way, it's, it's interesting because I, I think a lot of these types of people will go out on a limb and just, just on this tirade, and they'll talk all about like, you you're transphobe you're racist you should be able to do this and it's like if if i can take away your fundamental human rights because you said something that i didn't like that's not a line that is going to favor you that, that, that's not a principle that is going to favor you in future that is something that is going to come back and bite you in the bottom it's the most british thing i've ever said on stream bite you in the bottom oh, yes well hello is we going to bite you in the bottom um but I, I do think that it's a very serious thing uh, that our our general culture has become very focused on being very anti-freedom of speech in particular ways. Um, I, I, I think there are consequences. You know, if somebody uh, says a slur online and that causes them to lose their job, 
uh, it's, it's a sort of difficult line to draw because there are some people who go out of their way to say, hey, this someone says something I don't like and that a lot of people don't like online. They should lose their job and they go and they find their employer and they try to ruin their life over something that they said that they just found disagreeable or perhaps found absolutely vile. But I don't, I don't think that that culture that is very anti-freedom of speech is going to serve us in the long run. I, I don't think it's going to serve people in general. I think it's going to end up creating a sort of culture of not being allowed to say really anything whatsoever. Um, I am pro-freedom of speech, whether you think that other people uh, shouldn't be allowed to say certain things or not. I'm going to say, like, him, the, the, him her, it, she, I, I, there are multiple people on the account, so I've got no idea. The, this account, the people running this account, they have the right to talk to him and say, hey, you should do this, hey, you should do this. This is absolutely their own right to be able to express this. Um, but what they are advocating for is for other people to no longer have the same rights that they are employing. Um, I don't think that is going to bode well for them in the long run. And I don't think it's going to bode well for anybody in the long run. Um, uh, just some, some replies are just interesting. Um, but I, I think uh, t my main takeaway from this comment is that um, I don't you I don't think he has any proof that he ignored anyone asking because there's no proof that he even reads the replies other than that he's replied to people in the past. Um, but I, I, I don't think like you are not entitled to his time for one thing. But for another thing, people absolutely have the right to say things that you may deem transphobic, that you may deem morally incorrect. It's all about trying to convince people, trying to take people over to your side by convincing them, by rationalizing your own position. Um, and if you can rationalize your position in the best way possible uh, to anybody else about how you don't think that people should have a fundamental human right to say things that you personally find disagreeable, and to try and make that make sense, try and make that be a consistent line that can be drawn that won't end, eventually end up coming back to you and saying, hey, you said something that offended someone else. Should you have the right to say that? Um, I don't think that's going to end well for you. So I think uh, just in general, uh, just because someone is saying something that you disagree doesn't mean that they shouldn't have that right taken away. And just because that they... Just because they have the right doesn't make it morally okay. Um, there's a moral argument and there's a legal argument. I believe morally, and, and you know, there, there's sort of a, a gray in between in that. Uh, but to, to clarify on my position, I think that no matter how vile something that someone says, it is protected under freedom of speech, whether you like it or not. And the consequences that they can receive from saying something vile is... It's that that's sort of where the the, the gray zone is. Um, I I just don't like that our culture is trying to police th not through um, legal means uh, in a lot of situations. I mean, there are plenty of places that do not have freedom of speech, aka anywhere other than the U.S. Um, but there are there are people who try through non-legal means in the u.s especially in it's it's a big cultural thing at least on twitter it is that people just should not be able to say what they want to say because other people are offended by it and i 
I don't like that the culture has been turning that way because it'll, if, what is it? Uh, they wanted a king, and so they said, hey, you should make Saul the king, and then Saul ended up being the king, and he wasn't a great king, and he ended up doing a lot of bad things for them. I think that's essentially what this is. Uh, they are advocating for a policy that will eventually uh, not not really be have good consequences for them. Um, so I, I, I think I'll leave it at that. I've tried to wrap this up for the last couple minutes. So... We've got a reply here. It's called free speech. If transphobes stop being banned, then Elon would be no different than woman who woman who banned Trump. I don't I don't know what, what exactly he means by that. I, I also failed to mention um, calls to violence and uh, and uh, what is it? Uh, calls to action, calls to violence. Uh, those are not protected under freedom of speech obviously, because you are, you are actively telling people to go and do something that is violent. That is not protected under freedom of speech because that you will be held liable uh, in most, most cases if, if you tell someone to cause physical harm to a person or entity or uh, business, property, any of that, uh, you will be held somewhat responsible um, for explicitly telling someone to do something like that. Um, but if transphobes stop being banned, Elon would be no different than woman. I don't know who the woman who banned Trump is, but it, it's it's upon the principle. He's he's right on principle, I suppose. Um, you know, Trump getting banned. I mean, I don't know. What a lot of people would argue is that Trump was actively uh, doing a lot of calls to violence, but I, I I, saw videos of him talking up until January 6th, in, in the January 6th incident, and he, in a lot of his promotional material for that, was uh, explicitly saying, we're not going to be violent. We're not the party of violence. We're not going to do violent things. Violent is cringe, etc., etc. Okay. And I, I, I think that legally that exonerated him from any of the things that his, uh, his gremlins did in that situation, uh, which is, I, I believe, I mean, I, I didn't like listen to the court proceedings or anything like that, but uh, I, do, I do believe that that is why he was exonerated and i believe that that was a, a just thing if you if you explicitly say hey we're all going to gather up in this specific place to protest this or to say this or to have this event but we're not going to be violent we're express expressly not going to do any violent things you've not not only have you washed your hands of that but you never really said anything in the first place and people like to talk about like oh you, you're you're out there spewing vitriol you're saying that people are bad and uh that I don't know. That saying that there are people who are really trying very difficult. What, what am I trying to say? There are people who are trying very, very hard to create um, an upset in the um, in the election. Which I mean, I'm I'm just assuming that that's what Trump said. I'm not going to pull up any of the videos or anything. And you can't find him on Twitter because he got banned from Twitter, obviously. Um, <clears throat> I, I think Twitter was looking for excuses to ban him, and because there was a legal situation regarding that, then they just took that as an excuse and ran with it because the people 
higher up at Twitter uh, don't like him. And then and it's it's as simple as that. Most people on Twitter don't like him. At least the, the vocal people don't really tend to like him. Um, but then there was this reply. I don't know if it went away or what, um, but I had it loaded on this tab. Um, <clears throat> so <laughs> this person says, raping and killing trans people is free speech. I really got to start using the internet. Well, for one thing, you should probably stop using the internet because this is really just not intelligent. Um, the first thing is, find the person who said that raping and killing people is not free speech because it's not speech at all. Like, you, you did nothing with your vocal cords or with your, uh, your fingers to type something on the internet to actually constitute that as speech. And you, you weren't talking to anyone, you were actually using your physical uh, means. Through physical means, you... Uh, intentionally harmed someone in that situation that is not free speech and no one is saying it is free speech it's pro this is pro possibly one of the worst uh bad faith it's, it's not even bad faith it's just complete straw man uh because like yes if someone said this they would be wrong um but nobody said this so you're, you're really just reaching in a very bad faith way very dishonest way, um, and uh, no one really, I, I'm, I'm guessing that this tweet got deleted, I don't know if you could still find these, uh, see if it got deleted or anything, eh, maybe it's still up, I don't know, I don't know why it was being hidden in this reply, but, <clears throat> um, it's, it's kind of funny, because in nowhere did anyone say that, uh, that th that's the part that's just most, uh, well, I, I, I wouldn't call it troubling, but it's it's the most strange about this entire interaction. Uh, and of course, this is the video. I mean, whatever, I guess. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just kind of funny. It's like... No, no not only is anyone say, not no one saying that in this, but I, I, I would... I, I want you to find someone who actually thinks that, because that's just absolutely ridiculous. Um... Like this is this is far and away. I think I think this is going to be my takeaway. If if you want to bring people to your side, if you want to convince people, this is not the way to do it. By just inserting terrible things into their mouths and saying, "Oh, you you think that that's what that that's good? You think this? You think this?" And it's like, no, nobody said that. Reading comprehension is really just terrible. Like th this is not the way to do it. I I feel like this person is far more reasonable than this person. Um, at least judging off of what was said in this particular reaction, interaction rather, um, and it's 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 kind of kind of interesting that uh, that that ends up happening, where it's like, you know, no one no one is saying anything related, even remotely related to this, but you 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 really punched the heck out of that straw man, my guy. Well, what's funny is that it, it didn't even, uh, it didn't even say, like, anything to do. I, I completely lost my train of thought because I got distracted by this. One of the creators of Dogecoin, I don't, don't like Donald Trump for many, many reasons, but the way people are acting like the literal world will end is, if he allowed to make crappy tweets on Bird App again, it's kind of ridiculous too. Uh, 
Scrappy tweets make MAGA morons attack all capital government figures being attacked. A simple tweet message from Alex Jones made millions contact Sandy Hook parents and attack them. Words matter when intelligence is at its lowest. Hate needs to stay locked up. Uh, I would... I would respond to that by saying, find me the tweet where he expressly said that people should go do X violent thing on January 6th. Find me the tweet where he said that. Um, I'm, I'm sure they've got receipts and they've got people who archive that. Because it's funny because there is a video of him talking about January 6th where he, where, where he said expressly, hey, I don't think that... Uh, I, I mean, I, I kind of paraphrase. Listen, we we can't be violent. We're not the party of violence. Violence is cringe, etc. You know, the, he ex- explicitly exonerated himself from that, and he was saying, "Oh, they're, they're trying to steal the election, etc." That is not an express call to violence to say you guys should go storm the Capitol. That's not what that means. People can extrapolate that all they want, but it is, it is on principle not something. Like, what this person is trying to say is that effectively, um, whenever you say these people are trying to do this thing uh, that is not going to be have good consequences, that you are effectively calling for people to take up arms against that person. Like, for example, if you if you said, um, uh, you, you're saying, hey, there's this, uh, this birth clinic that is... Uh, that that does does not uh, give abortion as an option and is anti-abortion and will try to uh, dissuade women from going there and having abortions. Well, women women who go there from having abortions will try to say, "Hey, you shouldn't do that. There are other alternatives for you here. Here, we're going to give you whatever amount of care that you need to do whatever that is not that." Um, you simply reporting on that is encouraging people to go firebomb the place. I don't think that that's true. Uh, and even if you're saying, hey, I don't really think that they should be conducting business that way, I would still protect your freedom of speech by in saying that, by, uh, you know, they you are not actively calling for that business to be violently attacked. Um, in the same way as he was saying, there are people trying to take, to steal the election, there are people who are threatening our democracy, um, whatever he was saying. I don't think by him saying that he is saying that we need to take up arms against it. Um, and th- that, that is a principle that can be drawn uh, that, that, that will protect all people's uh, all people's rights in this situation. I also don't want to have to cater to the stupidest morons. People were looting and destroying property to show that we should defund the police too and no one got the platform for that. There are a hell of a lot of stupid people on earth. Well, that's the thing, especially if you say, don't be violent, like, do not be violent, absolutely, do not do anything to hurt other people, that does not help our cause, that does not help anybody, that's just going to be bad for people, I keep accidentally twi- uh, clicking on that, then it's like, uh, it's just like, yeah, the, Charge $1 in Doge to a new Twitter coin to follow Trump. That solves the bot problem, too, as people need to pay. It would raise the discourse as well. Even $1 is enough to shut out most trolls. That's weird. No one should be permanently banned. I mean, th- th- this, I guess this is from a moral argument or a legal argument. Like, It would be really cool if every single... Uh, every single platform out there specifically had terms of service that said, hey, you can post 
anything so long as it is not, uh, you know, you committing a crime, you being sexually explicit, or you having an active cult of violence, which is actually a crime. I don't know, it'd be cool, but it's interesting. Anyway, um, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to go through this one. I guess it's, this one is, would probably take a long time, and I don't know if I'm necessarily, uh, not necessarily, like, in the, um, in the mood to do this. I don't know, I guess I could look at it. Alt furries? I don't, I don't know what this is talking about. I don't know why I have that in a tab. Um... Oh, there were people talking about white woman making art like this, selling prints of it at furry cons is the epitome of cultural appropriation and fetishization. I don't understand why we still put up with this. As an indigenous person, I agree that the representation of our culture at this point is, should be respected and only produced by indigenous peoples. I am tired of these artists fetishizing our clothing and culture. They both claim to be furries and just, quote, make furry art. Which culture is this fetishizing exactly? I, I find this discourse interesting. Um, because people are saying, like, from a certain moral level, I, I don't, I, I do think it is relevant to say, which culture is this, is this fetishizing? They say, which culture is, which culture do you think? If you think all American Indian cultures are monolithic, then I said, somewhat doubt you seriously take your black, I somewhat doubt how seriously you take your black foot heritage. Um... So I don't know if, oh yeah, this person is like, I'm, I'm Blackfoot native in the title, but it, it is interesting where it's like, I don't, I don't know what this specifically is a fetishization of, I don't know, this is, this is an interesting topic. Um, I, I absolutely believe that under freedom of speech, freedom of expression, that people can draw whatever they want of whatever they want. And that that is protected under freedom of speech. I don't know if people are arguing that it should be illegal for them to do stuff like this. Because this would be a little bit silly if it was a complete legal line to draw. Where, where it's like, uh, you can only uh, produce uh, a representation of X culture if you are part of X culture. And you cannot... Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that line is another freedom of speech, freedom of expression thing that will eventually come back, um, back to these people and be like, well, and, oh, I think the, the bigger thing is, uh, that, come on, it literally just came into my brain and left again. Um, nobody owns culture. Culture is not owned by anybody, uh, in, in any legal or even perhaps a moral sense it's really difficult for you to say hey we own this style of clothing necklace whatever we own this style of putting feathers in your on your head like if, if i went out and said okay my culture is that i stream to the internet with a with a burger on my head and every time of the year and around this time of the year i just say it's it's burger time boys and i was like that's part of my culture and you can't take it away from me and nobody else can do that without being it deemed uh morally uh terrible if not it should be legal uh i it's like 
I don't know, they, they made up a cultural custom, uh, and I'm, it's really all cultural customs are made up at a certain point. They have a point of origin. They have this cultural custom um, that should only apply to these this specific family or this specific group of people. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like what what is conceptually different from that and uh, Native American uh, particular cultural custom garb outfit whatever uh other than time because it's like oh this is a historical thing this was done like wh where where is the line drawn to where a, a culture begins and just a silly thing that one guy is doing uh begins where, where is where is the line going to be drawn drawn at that does it does it have to be around for five years does it have to be around for a couple generations of specific people being born into a family and continuing this custom does it have to be 50 years 100 years where's the line drawn i don't know if you can draw uh a, a, a line that can be consistently dealt with uh i don't know if you could have a principled uh point about that where it's like you are not allowed to um show to to draw something of this nature that is related to this specific culture uh, that that is was invented or came about or developed or whatever, 500 specific, it has to be 500 years ago or older. And if you're not part of that culture or if that culture no longer is, like, it's like, if you're not part of that culture, you can't do it. And if that culture no longer exists, no longer exists, then no one can do it. I don't, it, it's like, I. it's a little bit of a strange line to draw. Um... Is just random like Twitter memes, um, but I, I I understand this uh this point as essentially like there is nothing specific about this as far as I or this person is aware uh that specifically targets it as uh, what well, is this Anasazi is this Lenny Lenape is this what well, what is it um. What what culture is this expressly from? What where is the fetishization aspect of this, um, etc. Um, and just because j just saying indigenous peoples, there are a whole lot of tribes. There are a whole host of them uh, with a myriad of different cultures and different customs and different outfits and different what have you. Um, and you, you're putting this them all under this umbrella of indigenous peoples. If I am 116th Cherokee, am I only allowed to uh, make art, uh, outfits, uh, wear the outfits, uh, present the art of only specifically Cherokee people? Uh, or am I allowed to partake in other cultures who at the time of those cultures' existence, probably wouldn't have gotten along in some situations, or perhaps they did get along, or whatever, but they were still separate cultures. How is it that there are so many people who are descendants of these tribes who assume that just because there are people who are descendants of other tribes that they have that in common with them? It's kind of interesting because it's like, I don't know, maybe today we've got people, uh, you know, I was born in Utah, I'm a native Utah, uh, 
there's someone who was born in Colorado. They're a uh, native Colorado and Colorado, whatever. It's like we all are under the umbrella of being American, but if there's a specific cultural custom in Utah that isn't had in Colorado, is is that something that can pass between them? It's, it's really interesting how people try to draw these moral lines um, between cultures and sort of try to claim them as their own when in in reality i, I don't know it, it, it'd be interesting if if you could go back in time and perhaps talk to people who were i don't know you have these these tribal representatives of all of these different tribes and you say okay so there are people here in our time who are trying to say who, who are trying to wear your clothing use your customs uh and and profit off of slash uh show your culture in a way that is obviously not your culture i wonder if uh, assuming that they all were able to come together and speak the same language uh, assuming that language wasn't an issue because all these different tribes for the most part had completely different languages and um whatnot assuming that you could communicate that effectively to them um i wonder what they would say because there were definitely uh you know, mountain men who, who went around and that there were, you know, people who were coming around and settle, creating settlements and whatnot, who would trade, barter and purchase things from, uh, native people, native tribesmen and women, I suppose, uh, that, and they would be purchasing clothing. If, if you look up, a any specific mountain man, I don't know if they had, um, paintings expressly painted of them or if a lot of that ended up uh being put into sort of a folk culture of they had these rumors about this story that this specific mountain man went on uh, this adventure where this thing happened uh that can't necessarily be corroborated like uh i don't know if all of those things were necessarily true but i i if i remember correctly i don't know if you just jim images if you just look up like jim bridger then uh you could probably oh yeah that that kind of looks uh maybe uh, you can kind of see the like is this a uh a native outfit that he was wearing in that particular statue uh and this is a depiction of him obviously it's not like him himself but these seem a little bit reminiscent of some native outfits and i don't know what culture or specific native tribe that would necessarily have came from but if you're out there and you need a new coat and it's winter and you you're talking to the the native tribes people over there and they're like hey we're gonna we can give you this like this leather we can give you this whatever thing that we made if you give us some of your goods and he's like oh well i'm a trapper so i've got all of these pelts on him so let's trade for that and then he ends up wearing it because it's it has the utility of keeping him warm in the winter or what what have you then is that a bad thing that he purchased something from the people whose culture it is to wear these specific types of outfits and whatnot like it's it's an interesting line when you go into historically there are people who did not have these uh i i, I don't think anybody had these ideals back then of culture and even if they did i don't think that they would necessarily been right in uh 
in saying so, even if, like, I don't know. Because uh, if I say it's American culture to eat a lot of McDonald's, uh, and yet there are McDonald's worldwide, and I'd say you're appropriating my culture for eating McDonald's, it's like, is, why is that more ridiculous than saying um, that you shouldn't be allowed to draw certain beads when you're not a member of someone else's culture? But, uh, they, a lot of people are apparently trying to block this artist specifically, uh, block, it's, it's weird, it's weird to get cancelled drawing beads when white. I kind of uh, agree with that take. And when people would rather block than try to explain to these people their position and rationalize their position on why they believe that what they are doing is incorrect, then I don't think that there's a lot of, um, oh, this is a frame from Fantastic Mr. Fox. I hadn't watched this movie when I first stumbled upon this, so that was kind of interesting. Anyone griping about cultural appropriation is white and upper middle class. I mean, you don't necessarily know that, but I, it is interesting to see how many people make this point because I don't know what principle it necessarily, like, are you only allowed to get offended about people doing th something that you think is harming another culture if you are part of that culture in the first place? I don't know. I don't know where exactly I stand on that. That's an interesting moral question. And I guess that is why we have these moral uh, dives into these sort of things. It's not just beads. The print line was literally called Native Medicine Animals, and it was genuine native fetishizing, and none of us natives liked it. None of them? Like, there's not a single person who can claim that they have one-sixth blood Cherokee, one whatever. I, I had ancestors who were Lenny Lenape. Like, there's not a single person out of who were descendants of however many tribes, native tribes, who used to be in the Americas, who was just like, yeah, I don't really care about that. There wasn't a single person. I, I, I is, is there a name for this? Like, is there a name for this sort of, like, is, is it a fallacy for you to say, well, I, I guess it, the closest one is no true Scotsman. It's like, oh, if, the, you know, every single person, like, they're, they're just drawing such a broad application of what they're trying to say. It's just like, I, no, nobody thinks this. It's like, okay, calm down, stop being hyperbolic. It's not native fetishizing. It has a telltale trope of the two feathers behind the ears, no formal regalia or otherwise truthful traditional clothing. Uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with that myself, but tell me what... Uh, see, and it's funny because I, I mentioned this earlier. I said, oh, they, this is... This is offending the culture of the people who put two uh, feathers behind the ear, and then they literally said it. Telltale trope of two feathers behind the ears, no formal regalia, otherwise traditional, truthful traditional clothing. I got, I don't understand how that's. Didn't call this Lakota Fox a Sioux Fox. He just did minimal, generic tribal stuff you'd see common amongst North American, South American, and Druid or Mongol influenced places. So, would it be correct if she did make it, uh, 
Celtic? Traditional Celtic headwear and dress? That's interesting. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to say about that. I, But it is interesting that people would would people be okay with it if she was extremely specific about it, about it it was just like okay so we've got this sue it's it's not a fox uh this is pretty obviously a wolf or a coyote actually maybe it is a little ambiguous come to think of it it's got perhaps the colors of a coyote it looks a little foxy i mean wolfy though doesn't does not look foxy it's not what foxes generally look like it's canid let's call it canid uh but if 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 he had, if she had called it a Lakota fox and had it very truthful to traditional clothing, but as worn by Lakota tribe, the Sioux tribe, whatever tribe it is, would people then be not? Would people then be okay with it, or would people still be like, "Oh no, she's white, so she can't draw that"? I don't think that the that people are going to be remarkably consistent about that, but like. Is it okay for a writer who is not part of X culture to go in and write about someone who is part of that culture, even if they get details wrong? Or is it only correct if they do get the details wrong? Or if it's not correct, whether or not they do or don't get the details correct, uh, it's still morally incorrect because they are not part of that culture and therefore cannot draw something or, or write a story about or XYZ about that particular culture i don't know where people are going to draw the line and i don't think i'm going to be able to get any sort of consistent principle drawn out of this uh i don't i don't think people are willing to really talk about this um bigoted hate against you oh yeah this is the original post it's not bigotry the indigenous first in the community have literally asked her to stop so anyone can go on the internet and claim that they that they are whatever they that they're whatever amount they have ancestry in xyz most most of these people are all furries and furries generally don't go under their actual given names so and even if they did you would have to find specifically who the those people are to be able to corroborate that they are actually uh they they actually have natives in their uh in their ancestry and people have done this for forever it's not even a far cry to say that people have claimed uh that they are part of a culture that they're not actually part of i don't you know there are there are probably plenty of people who who are fully just within american culture whatever that may be um people have really bizarre thoughts about culture they, they if you were to say american culture um, they, I, I could definitely see a lot of people scoffing about that, but you know, there are micro cultures that every, every family, um, every friend group has this particular culture, a particular little micro culture that isn't oftentimes just remains relative to that group itself. So it's, it's funny that people just assume that culture is this very, I, I, I think people have a very limited view of what a culture is. Um, and what what culture is what a culture is i don't know i see art with indigenous themes but i don't see having significant meaning on actual indigenous people in their culture well they they had this symbol apparently here as a, a particular thing from a particular tribe uh maybe these particular beads or a particular thing for a particular tribe 
but I, I don't think that anybody can necessarily claim that style. And even even if there was some sort of legal way, I, I don't think people are arguing from legality. People will say, hey, this is my copyright. Why are you drawing my... I mean, I don't know. You could probably consider that to be transformative anyway. Um, and even if that was something people were trying to claim that a particular style was someone's uh, intellectual property, then it's like a, those have long since expired even if they were registered at one point or another. I don't think that was that's what people are arguing, so there's no point going down that road. Um, so people are calling a bigotry indigenous first in the community have literally asked it to stop. There's no way to prove that you are indigenous, and I'm not going to ask people to prove that they're indigenous, but it's, it's interesting that people try to make it their point. It's like, hey, I'm... I've done this thing and I'm I've got this in my ancestry so that gives me brownie points to be able to say XYZ thing about this situation it's just I I think people just take stuff like this too seriously isn't uh what's her name there's a politician who was claiming to be a certain amount of some native tribe and it was verified that she was lying the entire time and she was white as can be who was that somebody i don't know i don't remember off the top of my head i swear it's happened you ask a white person to make art about people from other cultures following that logic people from certain ethnic groups can only make art of the same groups which is an inherently racist notion we have freedom of speech they asked her to stop she has the freedom to say no i agree with that Teach children that this is not okay. Teach children that there's nothing wrong with this. I'm really not understanding why you think cultural appropriation would be okay unless you were assuming that the girl in the picture is part Japanese. I See, is it possible that someone could be uh, descended from someone by blood but not actually participate in the culture or really know anything about it? Is it cultural appropriation for me who may or may not have... Um, ancestry that is Scottish for me to dress up in a kilt and play the um the 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 bagpipes is literally something that people have in my, in my family have done uh as as customs during funerals actually um like it, if if I have never been to that place if I've never really participated in the culture other than that like I am I not allowed to do that despite me having blood uh, going back to it, I, I don't know if people would necessarily make that argument, but I disagree. The makeup is clearly reflective of traditional geisha makeup, which is yellow face and therefore racist. What? Furthermore, the girl is wearing a kimono, a garment that has for ages carries cultural significance. Assuming that she is white, how can you think this is okay? And a cultural appropriation isn't a thing. That's that's a very telling sentence. Assuming that she is white, how can you think this is okay? That is a very telling sentence. It's like, hmm, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say with that statement? Like, it, it's it's a little bit weird. <laughs> Cultural appropriation isn't a thing. What rock do you live under? I suggest you educate yourself on the differences between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. I am Japanese. In Japan this very moment, the only people you who think culture shouldn't be shared are racists like you. A vast majority of Japanese people actually enjoy other people making an effort to spread and enjoy Japanese culture and encourage it. Many people, many make businesses in deliberately taking pictures of people in kimono. A common 
Oimagi gift for foreigners from Japanese people is traditional Japanese things such as kimonos, tea seats, uh, shisa dog statues, etc. And to top it off, basically 80% of Japanese customs, traditions, and food came from other countries. Japanese is an integration of different cultures like America. Japan takes influences from places like Korea, China, Russia, and Europe. If Japan stuck to itself, there would be no tempura, Japanese tea, tea ceremonies, kabuki, Japanese bread, Japanese curry, J-pop, anime, kazo, modern, modern fishing techniques. The picture is not yellow face. They are not making fun of Asians. In fact, it looks like they put extra care and research into their work. The only reason that you have a problem with this is because that little girl is white, and you know that that is acceptable on tum that that it is acceptable on Tumblr to crap all over white people. The only racist here is you. That's a pretty strong case, and I mean, look how long it took for them to make that case. Like several paragraphs, which is partially why Twitter is not really the place to have these types of conversations. It's like, it takes a long time to make a case for or against anything a lot of the time, especially if it's a very complicated issue such as this. But I think this person has a pretty good uh, mental image of what a culture is. Cultures originate from from interactions between people in different places. They, they it it doesn't go anywhere if if people are all stuck up about what is and isn't there. Didn't remove the content of my post. Fetishy, which is an interesting term in this situation, art of native women, quote unquote, is harmful and needs to stop. Uh, you have to make that argument. Uh, I it's interesting that people just state a lot of these things like it's fact. Like you have a case to make there and you need to actually explain why if you want to convince people if you're unwilling to actually read what it is i said i cannot help help you i i think this very very easily responds to what this is i i it's funny that they refer to this as a scantily clad woman i don't even know if this is this like is anyone getting off to this it's kind of weird. Wait, uh, I didn't even read this part. Uh, fetishizes indigenous women who face the highest in incidences of rape in the U.S. How how can you? That's kind of a like conspiracy theory almost. Like because this person is drawing this drawing this is encouraging people to rape indigenous people. That is that is a bold claim. And this person has done nothing to try and back it up. No one is entitled to take other people's intellectual properties, whether cultural or personal, without permission. This is the thing. A cultural... A, a culture is not an intellectual property. That's That's not a thing. And even if it was, the, we have legal stipulations that state that you cannot... Like th th Now you're making an illegal argu a legal argument about this, and so I can actually respond to this with this uh, this legal argument. Like You take this to court and say, you are using my culture, and that is my intellectual property. They say, okay, where's where's your... Um, have you got a license, eh? Where's, where's your... Um, when, when did you register that this was your intellectual property? Uh, and 
to, to find out that it was never registered and also that this was something that was done centuries ago before we even had the laws in place that recognize intellectual property, it's not going to hold up. So this is a bizarre thing to argue. It's like to say that an intellectual property is a culture, um, it's, it's really not necessarily and largely not, not true. Um, cause it's, it's just, it's so more, so much more complicated than that, but just like intellectual property laws and intellectual like copyright is just not something that existed when a lot of these cultures originated. It's not something that you can claim in any sort of a legal sense, morally, perhaps, I, I want, and that, that, I think that's what this conversation is about. You can have the legal conversation. It is legal, perfectly legal for anybody to draw something like this. Even if someone owned something like this, like, I don't know, it, let's say that this particular armband and these particular beads were insignias created by um, something uh, like, like, I don't know, let's say it was like Stranger Things, for example, um, like a, a show that was recently created, that it, it would be their intellectual copyright that, th you know, these things are theirs, uh, but that because this was entirely created with this is only a specific element and the rest of this has been painstakingly hand done by somebody else, an artist who's been, you know, drawing all of this, then it, it makes it kind of difficult for you to, um, to claim that as your own when it's like, hey, there's a transformative argument for this. So for you to bring up uh, IPs, intellectual property, cultural or, per cultural or personal IPs, it's like, regardless if, like, you can't make a, a legal argument about this. This is transformative. So even if this was something that somebody owned, it's transformative. And let, let's say it was something that somebody owned. Would it be okay for them to sell merchandise of that IP to other people and for other people to wear that as uh, for a Halloween costume, for example? Um, I dressed up as Hopper from Stranger Things 4 for Halloween. Um, me, me and my mates all got together and we I, we were going to do a photo shoot, but the light there wasn't enough light outside, so we didn't end up doing that. But... Uh, I bought that specifically from Netflix themselves, and even if I didn't, I don't think it would be like, well, ne not from Netflix. Netflix licensed Spirit Halloween to be able to make a little kit from it, and then I put together my own stuff, so I I had an axe and whatnot to sort of go along with that outfit, but it's like... point I'm trying to illustrate with that is that there's... Like, anyone can wear that even if it is someone's intellectual property especially considering that they sold it uh and there are people within these cultures who sell uh certain elements of their culture for a profit to somebody else um and if you want to make the moral case that it's not okay for someone who's not part of that culture to be able to capitalize id est uh in this way, where you are drawing something that is representative of a culture that is perhaps not respectful or not accurate or whatever you want to say. If you want to make that moral um, argument and say, hey, nobody should buy from this person because X, Y, Z, then 
you know, under a capitalist system where, or I don't even necessarily have to say capitalist system, under a system of uh, an exchange of goods and services, you, they are not entitled for you to buy their stuff and you are not in, uh, entitled to say what they can or cannot sell necessarily. There are caveats to that, obviously, but um, if if you want to say, hey, you should boycott this person because they are doing something that isn't good, then you're perfectly within your right to say that. But you should you should probably, on a moral in a moral sense, be making the case. And if people are going to believe you just because you spewed out some crap about how it, it it's 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 funny because it's not even on a moral or legal level you are not liable for other people other people's actions if, if if someone is raping someone uh specifically because they have a fetishization of native people then that's kind of on them <laughs> like why, why are you trying to make other people responsible for other people doing terrible things to people I don't think the term intellectual property works in that context, friend. I'm trying to put it in a way you web denizens will respect or understand. It doesn't... No, I, I understand what you what you meant by IP, and it doesn't apply to that situation. You don't understand it, so maybe you probably shouldn't say that. Not yours, the people who it belongs to have asked you to stop. It doesn't belong to them. You, you cannot make a legal argument, which is what you attempted to do by saying that it was an intellectual property. You can't make a legal argument about that. And your moral argument has been quite weak. What percentage what what percentage of natives say that they want that wanted to stop? Only the, the ones who would profit or all. If the if it happens is next step banning tribes from using other tribe style. I, I think that is the logical conclusion of this, actually. If someone is using uh, Lenny Lenape, for example, uh, they're using some of their customs and their, um, their language, their outfits, whatever it may be, and they are not part of that culture, uh, eventually it's going to be like, well, just because you're indigenous doesn't mean that you're the Lenny Lenape specifically, so we're not going to allow you to do that because we own that, apparently. I, I, I don't think that... I, I think it's funny that people stake a claim on any general amount of people because they're under this category of indigenous people when those people are in separate categories. I think that's what I was trying to explain with the going back in time example. Um... Those people are in different categories entirely. They don't consider themselves homogenous because they're not. Their cultures are completely different. So it's interesting that people go out there and say, uh, you're appropriating indigenous people and indigenous people don't like you for doing that. And it's like, okay, who says? It, who has the ability on a moral or legal level to speak for the entire indigenous community? And even if you were somehow able to determine that for individual tribes, there's no way that the tribes themselves would be uh, agreeing with each other, especially if you went back in time and was like, hey, what do you guys think on this issue? I don't know if they'd necessarily... I, I think all of the tribes would be like, okay, so American culture thinks that we are all the same. That's weird. My ancestors think that we're all the same. That's doubly weird. Like, I, it is interesting that people make these points about these things in this way. 
it's kind of telling. Um, what does it say since this art's getting a lot of hate? Yeah, whatever. Don't. <laughs> this this particular furry uh, shot himself in the foot. Uh, not in the foot, in the leg. It was kind of funny. Uh, but a lot of people got really offended by this. I don't know if this was serious, but it's kind of hilarious. Um, I'm a BIPOC, and I think... BIPOC is a ridiculous statement. While, while we're out here opining and rationalizing positions on things, BIPOC is a ridiculous term because it literally just means anyone who isn't right. It, anyone who isn't... Who, anyone who isn't white is what that what that term means. I'm a not white person. Uh, I, I'm a BIPOC and I think white people should stay out of our spaces and culture. I'm a BIPOC and I think that's a little racist. I should have stayed in the fields. I don't, I don't even know what this is saying. I, I, I'm kind of confused about this. Not all skin folk is kin folk. I don't know what this is saying, but it is kind of funny. Uh, let's talk about cultural appropriation. A few good thing I'm black and this targets white people for some weird racist reason. I don't need to read this. Not all skin folk is kin folk. Lol. Based on this interaction. Oh gosh. Oh, I get it. So he's saying that these people are both in the same culture. But that he's gatekeeping, uh, like he's treating, wait, wait, from the same culture. These people are, like, both non-white, but this person's still racist? I don't, I don't, I don't even know which side this is taking, so I'm just confused about that. And of course I did the, the Twitter thing where you, like, accidentally, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Um, uh, do I want to jump into this? I'm like an hour and ten in. I, I, I really wanted to actually do some other things in this stream. Uh, but since furries cannot act right lately, let's, let's see if I can speed run this. Since furries cannot act right lately, uh, act right, assuming that, I, I, I think that's a, this is a moral argument, and hopefully it remains in a moral argument. Uh, I, I think I've read through this. I, I sort of previewed this. I'm like, no, I gotta put this in the in the stream. So I guess I'm finally doing it today. Um, I did an in-depth art thread to some bull bull meme image circulating around. So about how cultural appropriation is cool or something. Uh, I don't think this is a good faith interpretation of whatever meme image you are. Um, referring to but hey white furries let's talk about cultural appropriation I, I think it's very interesting that you have to specifically talk down to white people about things like th th this is of course under the uh, assumption the the stupid and unintelligent and false assumption that a lot of americans have that uh for one thing that uh race has in america is just white black, Asian, etc., etc. Uh, it's, it's really funny that it's like white and black specifically is, is targeting people of 
skin color in particular um and to assume that everybody in those who has x skin color is exactly the same is a racist assumption and it's very narrow-sighted america's perspective on race and culture is very narrow to say the least so let's see where he goes with this this hasty art thread will discuss racism white supremacy and colonialism if you get angry when colonized folks uh it's it's really funny to say to refer to anybody nowadays as colonized particular particularly in the united states i believe that there's probably places that you could refer specific people as colonized um but to to say oh colonized folks are fighting these things uh is really ridiculous because you you personally were not colonized nobody came over to and land that you owned or no no one barged into your home and said hey I'm taking your, your place, and I'm taking your family name, and I'm taking your everything. I'm taking everything you own, everything conceptually and legally that you own, and I am colonizing you, and you are going to become a part of my culture now, and you are going to forget everything that you were before. Like, nobody did that to you personally. And and if they did, that would kind of be a fundamental violation of your human rights, wouldn't it? Um... But nobody did that to you personally. This is just you being racist. And what I mean by that is you are saying that you, your ancestors, or people who look like you, who may not even be your ancestors, did something bad to my ancestors. I believe that man must be punished for their own sins and not for the sins of anybody else. So simply because one person is white, which is literally just a, a, a visual sense of like, hey, this person has light skin. Their, their skin pigment does not have a lot of uh, melanin. Their skin does not have a lot of melanin in it. The pigment is that of a lighter color than other people. Um, like, th th that is purely a, f uh, I, I suppose you could call it phenotypical uh, assessment. You, you are literally just looking at people's race and judging them based off of that not based off of their ancestry, which you do not know, which is not something that necessarily shows phenotypically, as you can see with people um, who are, I don't know, they, they have, I mean, you could straight up be like, the majority of your genes are, can be traced back to Africa, you could be, you know, 100% African American, and you can still have light skin, and there are people, and they call it colorism. I don't, it, it's, it's funny because it's not like racism because it's part of the same quote unquote race because America has a stupid perception of what race is. But um, they, they say that they're part of the same race so they can't be racist to each other, but it, they're, they're judging each other off of color and it's just as bad. Um, is an, an interesting thing. Well, we've got the, the, the light skins and the dark skins and it's, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous, but um what, what I'm bringing that up for is because the people, this does not show phenotypically. Um, you, you cannot visually look at someone and just be like, okay, that person's white. Uh, because that completely takes that out of the, the, you, you just knock it out of the ballpark where it's like, um, I, you, you have no idea. This is what I'm trying to say. You have no idea who those people's ancestors are and they might not even know 
And even if they were to try and trace, they cannot say with 100% certainty for a lot of time, uh, a lot of the time, because uh, history is a little bit difficult to trace back like that. Uh, there's not always corroboration for every single little bit of uh, history that you want to be able to look up. Um, it says it's really, it's really quite interesting to judge people off of a very visual assessment to say, I am colonized because my ancestors supposedly would done bad things to your ancestors when you don't even necessarily know who yours or my ancestors are. You're just saying that because you want to be racist and you're trying to, I mean, at least you're trying to rationalize your opinion, your position on this topic, but I, I don't think it comes from a good place. Um, what is cultural appropriation? The inappropriate or unacknowledged adoption of elements from one culture or identity by members of another. This is not the same as cultural exchange, wherein the adoption is mutual, equivalent, and respectful. Um, which is an interesting distinction, but I don't know, I guess we could go with that. Um, inappropriate or unacknowledged adoption of elements of one culture or identity by members of another. I, I I don't know. Let's see where, where he goes with this. Fasonas aren't anywhere near as important as entire, entire minority cultures. Uh, immediately, I'd say, why not? That is someone's personal intellectual property. Uh, if you were to steal someone else's design for a particular character, um, then that, that would be you uh, stealing something. Whereas nobody has a legal, and I suppose this person is going to state, uh, or at least make the claim that there is a moral claim over a, of a particular cultural elements, but I, I don't think that this applies in this case. Um, like this is someone, an individual's intellectual property. Um, and for you to claim that it is your own is for you to be stealing from someone, whereas someone else's culture... I don't even know if people wearing uh, clothing or utilizing certain customs, I don't think that that's them claiming it as their own necessarily. They're saying, someone else did this historically, and I want to do that again as a way to... etc. Whatever it is, whatever it may be. Continue with the Fasona metaphor. These characters come from, well, somewhere. They're a combination of your favorite species, colors, personality traits, etc. They're a distillation of you and your life experiences. Saturday's a mix of my favorite. Animal Terrier, color red, hair, dreadlocks. Song, Saturday Love by Shorel slash Alexander O'Neill. Character, Lucio and Overwatch. Same goatee, personal birthmark, mole under eye, personality friendly, socially conscious. Socially conscious. What does that even mean? Socially conscious. Like, you are conscious of social scenarios around you. Or like, socially, as in, like, like socially versus politically, like, socially conscious. It, like, if that's what you mean by that, that is, like, the most uh, virtue signaling thing I've seen on Twitter, uh, furry Twitter or whatever Twitter in a while. I'm, so, I'm socially conscious, guys. I'm so aware of issues in communities and under race, racial issues. I'm so I'm so aware of that, guys. I'm so conscious. I'm so thoughtful. Give me a brownie, please. 
A culture is a set of customs born from the environment and political situations of a nation or ethnic group. Nation refers to an ethnic group of shared struggle, not of state. Interesting. So, uh... Is America a nation? Because they're not an ethnic group under this, um... An ethnic group of shared struggle. So if someone's in an ethnic group, they're not a nation, but an ethnic group of shared struggle, then they're a nation? That's that's confusing. I don't I don't necessarily see why you have to make that confusing stipulation. For example, a culture's cuisine is based on the local ingredients and the resulting gathering methods. Go back in time and change the ingredients, you change the cuisine. Black furs know what holiday this you eat this for and its meaning. Uh, I, I find this funny because it literally looks it's like this could be a block of cheese or perhaps a thing of butter. This is something green. Lettuce, I don't know, and these are like beans or eyeballs. Like I have I literally have no idea what this is. I don't I don't know what this is supposed to look like. Um But I, I suppose that's because I'm not a black fur and any black fur would know what that is. What holiday you eat this for and its meaning. I, uh, it's, it's just... Uh, well, if you're a black fur, you should know this. Unfortunately, for, for, for many BIPOC cultures, which is literally just people who are not white, which I've been over plenty of times, the assumption of people being white versus not white, or just assuming that all cultures are... All, all races are homogenous, or that all phenotypical races in particular, which is not really even a thing, are homogenous. Just because you look this particular way means that you are part of a group of people. There are a billion and a half... Well, that is hyperbolic, obviously, but there are a lot of cultures under, quote-unquote, white, the, the, the white moniker. But that that is a label that has been forced onto white people because they are not dark um, for many bipart cultures, our environments were irrec goodness sake, ir irre irrevocably changed. I don't know why I couldn't. By colonialism, capitalism, and white supremacy. Um, and I, this is a case. This is you. You're gonna have to make the case for this. Um, which is I don't think he's gonna do. He's just gonna talk about the results of it. Um, colonialism. If if we're assuming colon colonialism was uh, I don't know specific specifically Br British colonialism, people going over saying we're gonna set up camp over here, and we're gonna set up uh, an entire uh, set settlement over here, and eventually it ended up taking over the entire breadth of the land. Um, I I would definitely say that. Uh, uh, the cultures of indigenous people, uh, indigenous Africans for certain, uh, the environments absolutely uh, were irrevocably changed and not necessarily damaged by colonialism. I would agree with that. Capitalism, I, I don't know, possibly, if, if you're referring to capitalism as just a, a system of exchange where someone can create a a business and you go to that business give them money or whatever else to trade an exchange of goods and services uh as opposed to its opposite where it's uh 
state funded or um, just an, an attempt by the state to make things free. I don't know. And white supremacy is interesting. I don't. I don't know. Can you point to a specific place where people were like, uh, white people? I. I did people in in Britain like uh, like this is a genuine question. This isn't like a this didn't happen. But like the people in Britain who were coming over, say we are white people, rather than we are British, or we are Spanish, or we are whatever. So the Spanish were pretty pale. Uh, the British were pretty pale. Probably for the most part, I, I don't know. Uh, people in Portugal and France and uh, all of all of those European countries who were coming over and uh, col colonializing, um, were they doing that to uh, under the moniker of white people because they were kind of on different teams? There were there were uh, a couple of wars fought to try and state claim on land. So it, it's interesting, it, so it's like, the, that colonialism was different than white supremacy. When did people just say, because we have lighter skin than you, we are going to irrevocably change your culture, environment, and etc. Like, I, I, I'm wondering where that happened, if there are any particular examples. Indigenous groups were wiped out wholesale. Uh, this is not true. If that were true, then you wouldn't be complaining about it, and neither would any other indigenous people, because they wouldn't exist. They were not wiped out wholesale. This is a bizarre claim that many people have just made up. Uh, it, it's like, why are there so many people who can claim that they are, they have native ancestry if there was a native genocide where every single one of them was killed? Wiped out wholesale. Like, a lot of people are, when they make that point, they're saying, um, there was a genocide. Yes, that, like, for example, the Holocaust happened. That, uh, that was, uh, a genocide. And yet there are still Jewish people around. Obviously, it wasn't 100% of the people. Um, if they were claiming that there was a genocide of Native people, then that would be something that you couldn't necessarily disprove by you saying... Well, there are still people who, from that native population, who are around. There are people who have descended from those groups who are still around. They were not, they were not wiped out wholesale. But the, this person is saying that literally every single one of them was is gone. So it's it's kind of a contradiction. There, it's kind of interesting. While others survived partially intact. Uh, oh, she's so, so saying specifically like indigenous groups, meaning like specific tribes, specific ethnic groups were wiped out wholesale. Uh, I think I think that could be said for uh, for some groups. I, d I don't have any citations off the top of my head. Um, once you bring up the group specifically and you have specific stuff to, to draw that from is where we end up having an interesting conversation where it's like, okay, let's go into the Aztecs. Uh, the Aztecs were wiped out wholesale. No, they weren't. They literally created a completely separate... Uh, phenotypical race by uh integrating into the spaniards colonial culture and uh i i, I don't want to sound like what's the word they they had kids together and those kids created a new ethnic group by that interracial mixing uh 
those groups were not wiped out. They were integrated into, so it's like, you, you want to claim that the Aztecs were completely wiped out wholesale. Well, that's not really true, is it? Um, and, and a lot of the, the Aztec people were getting sacrificed to the sun gods and whatnot against their will. So a lot of people were like, Hey, we're going to side with the, the funny, the, the men with the funny hats. These people are like, whoa, these people are doing like these insane blood, evil blood rituals with these people who are not consenting to it. We should probably put a stop to that. And the people who were slaves underneath that culture, because that culture had slaves were like, Hey, we're going to side with the guys with the funny hats and we're going to listen to them. They've got this Bible or something. They've got this weird book that says a lot of things that uh, are interesting, but it seems a lot more reputable than the people who are trying to knife us for the sun God. Anyhow, our clothing, hair, food, music, language, and dialectics, customs, and experience can't be separated from this brutality, and it remains like a cast shadow. I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, because, like, you could, you could go back to cultural customs that were historically documented in whatever way through word of mouth storytelling within the culture or by other means and you could go back and say hey they had this thing um th this particular custom they had this particular thing that was there before they were col colonialismed <laughs> uh it, it's like you can sort of separate it from that because it happened beforehand if those cultures continued and then were affected by the uh the events that happened afterward then it may be difficult to show that those things living i don't know it's this brutality is vague it's like i where are the where are the general um why why is it so general where, where are the specifics where are the examples that you can pull um ultimately our world isn't just white isn't just period that's a very small period but i think it is there a world isn't just uh yeah newsflash uh white hegemony is the standard we are forced to compare ourselves to this is not true uh i i've already been over why this individual's perspective and many people's perspective of what is white and what is white hegemony uh is a little bit ridiculous um, but it's, it's, it's really not, you, no one is forcing you to compare yourselves to a standard of white hegemony, whatever that means. Like this is, this is a claim that needs a lot of backing up. Uh, this, this does not follow from what you have previously said. Um, most white depictions of BIPOC cultures are filtered through whatever white people's sensibilities are. Um, I, I would need specifics on this. This is a, another broad claim. We are not asked, credited, or consulted from. This is not necessarily true. Like, I'm sure there is an example of both of these where uh, some people who are not aware of the culture, whether they be under, whether they be native or not, are representing, quote-unquote, the, the culture in an inaccurate way or perhaps in an outright disrespectful way. Um, but I'm sure there, there are just as many examples of that not happening. Our cultures are just 
aesthetics to play with and make money from, and we get pennies and browbeating in return. This is no exchange. I, I, I don't know. I, I think aesthetics are a... It's, it's interesting that uh, they don't make a lot of money from it and they get browbeaten. That's a mostly a legal term. I forget what exactly it means. Let me look up uh, some definitions real quick. Um, so we got browbeat. Um which is to intimidate someone typically into doing something with stern or abusive words, uh, which is a, also a legal term, I suppose, under the same definition. And then hegemony, leadership or dominance, especially by one country or social group of others. To say that uh, that white people have uh, leadership or dominance over other people is to, just to assume that these, gr these two groups are... Uh, are completely homogenous, which is not true. Um, it's a little bit silly to to go out and say that, but I've been over that plenty of times. Um, but especially to say that it's the standard we're forced to compare ourselves to. Who is in charge of the white hegemony? Who is in control uh, of the, the, whatever group you're referring to? Specific native people, which is uh, I need to not get sidetracked about that. Um, if that's the standard you're forced to compare yourselves to, who's forcing you to do that? I don't believe that a white hegemony exists. Uh, and I would... It, it just... It sounds like... More... Uh, silly... What do you call it? Um... conspiracy speak you're just putting up more conspiracy theories there's a white hegemony there's people in control the people in power that they're, they're controlling us and they're forcing us to do things it's like Occam's razor sort of disproves this it's like which is more likely that there's just a majority of white people in america and you can say whether or not that's a good thing i don't i don't know it's a different entire entirely different thing uh Different discussion entirely. Uh, is, is it more likely that there are just more white people who aren't educated about these things? Quote-unquote white people. I, don't, I don't, again, don't really agree with the term. Um, uh, it, or, or just more people in general. Is it, is it more likely there are more people in general who don't know much about these cultures and therefore don't know how to portray them in respectful ways? Or is it more likely that it's just, uh, there are a ton of white people, of course, assuming that white exists as a, I don't know, I, I feel like when people say this, they, they try to, they're trying to say that people in particular groups all think the exact same, which is just not true, like, that, that and is a racist concept, of obviously, um, I, I don't think it's terribly likely that there is a mass of white people. It it sounds like uh, the same racist uh, 
mindset just a different target where, where people are going to say oh all the jews they get they got all the power and they're uh they're in control of everything and they're pulling all the strings in in the background and they're stealing our money and they're making a lot of money because they're greedy and all of that nonsense like uh it sounds like you're just changing the word jew to white people and because that is a current thing that a lot of people find acceptable for you to say it just it just sounds like you're targeting a different ethnic group it's not even really an effort ethnic group it's just a blanket term used to describe people who look similar sounds a little racist to me um but i i think all of this is operating under the assumption that you can own culture and i just don't think that that is a thing that can be owned it is it is a product of as as he said previously uh local ingredients and resulting gathering methods that's just an example them living in a particular place their culture is going to derive slightly from uh them living in that place them dealing with certain things a, a lot of culture wouldn't exist if not for colonialism not to say that colonialism was explicitly a good thing of course not uh but it, that it's a complicated situation. Would we rather bad things never happen to anybody, or would we rather be able to take uh, the the good with the bad? I I, I think it's just an incredibly pessimistic worldview. Um, the, the way I see it, you can't change what happened. Of course, you can spend a lot of time uh, talking all about why it shouldn't have happened or how that it was wrong. Um, but it's better just to roll with the punches and move on, uh, than to sort of perceive this giant monster that doesn't exist, that is, it's there and it's grabbing you by the dreads, like, and aside on hair, namely braids and dreadlocks, the fact that these styles are found outside of black cultures is irrelevant to the reality of hair-based discrimination happening now. The statement hair-based discrimination is the most Twitter thing uh, that has probably been been shown on the stream so far. Um, Hair-based discrimination. What does that mean? Black people face professional, educational, social discrimination and a physical, physical assault for these styles. Is that hair-based discrimination? Thus, they are part of the black experience today. I, black experience is inherently racist term. Like... To say that black people all experience the exact same things is just, like, come on. This is why I made a, a video on racial collectivism years and years ago. Uh, years and years meaning approximately two, I believe. There was two years for the, both of the years that I that it has been since I made that video. I think it's the last video that I made. But it's it's really interesting how these people perceive racial groups which aren't even necessarily like you can say oh black people they've got dreadlocks it's like is that necessarily from africa is that what what about jamaicans and haitians like they they are phenotypically probably they look very similar but they're not and their cultures are not uh the exact same but they get lumped into black people and they get told that their experiences are the exact same to other black people which I don't know if is necessarily what this person is trying to say, but it is interesting. 
Um, but if if people are facing professional, educational, and social discrimination, uh, and even physical assault for wearing certain hairstyles, then that's obviously not a good thing. I don't think anybody's uh, anybody's advocating for someone to be physically assaulted for wearing dreadlocks. Um, social discrimination. I mean, that's just a silly thing to be discriminated against for because you wear a certain hairstyle. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that just comes back to outgroup homogeneity bias. People just look at others and assume, like, oh, all, all those people wearing those dreads, that's just such a silly thing to do. Like, it's, 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 it's a childish concept. Especially, like, if there are reasons, like, there are genetic reasons why people wear dreadlocks, uh, or, or at least why dreadlocks have appeared out. It's like, I can't wear dreadlocks because my hair doesn't grow in a way that, you know, uh, accounts for that. Whereas, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, someone who has incredibly straight hair is going to have a different hairstyle based off of their incredibly straight hair, uh, that someone who doesn't have incredibly straight hair is not going to be able to wear that hairstyle in that way. Um, I, I, I think that's a bit of a tangent, but uh, face professional educational discrimination. Um, if you show up to a business and you are unshowered and your hair is a mess and you claim that that's part of your culture that's an interesting uh way to, to say that you are being discriminated against um and it's not to say that people with uh dreadlocks are, have unwashed hair I, I i don't know exactly how dreadlocks even work necessarily but i don't think you need to, you need to have unwashed hair in order to wear dreadlocks but um I'm, I'm trying to be general about this. Um, I think that professions often have standards. Like, if you show up uh, with dreads uh, and your hair is, like, super long and they say, hey, you need to have your hair this long or you have to wear a hairnet in order for you to work in this kitchen in McDonald's or whatever, then that is a standard that that profession has. Um and if you break that standard, then you're not going to be able to do your job very well, or potentially you're going to involve uh, some form of danger for you or others by you doing that. Um, so there are certain restrictions that you have to meet in order to be part of a profession that are absolutely uh, realistic for you to be in this profession. I don't know what I'm looking at. His head looks abnormally long. And it looks like the dreads are like only at the front of his head, and I can't, I, like, I can't tell. Like, it, does, is it just me? Or does he look like a bit of a xenomorph here? Like, is this the other hand of this person? I, I, I don't know what I'm looking at. I'm a little bit confused about that. Obviously, not like related to the, um, the arguments being made here, uh, but. Being part of the black experience is just like, oh yeah, no, well, I, I guess uh, all black people experience things the exact same. They, they, every single one of them was facing professional, educational, social discrimination, and physical assault for wearing dreadlocks because every single black person has dreadlocks. It's like, why, why are you saying that 
I mean, I guess they, they hedge that a little bit with saying it's part of the black experience, but I don't know. It's just such a weird thing to be like, oh yeah, uh, being furry is part of the American experience. Being fat and going to McDonald's is part of the American experience. Like, people aren't going to necessarily be happy with you saying that it is one entire, quote-unquote, lived experience uh, that people go through, and they all share that in common with each other. It's a little bit silly. So tell the white furs. When you make art of a minority culture, it is your responsibility. I suppose this is moral. This is talking on a moral, not a legal level, uh, to recognize the weight of the struggle that informs those cultures. So how do you, how do you do that, in a respectful way? Do you just do you just post about it and you're like, hey, uh, the black black people have previously um, experienced bad things, therefore my art is okay now. I'm getting deja vu. I think that's just my my brain firing off and thinking that I've done things before. Anyway, uh, like 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 it doesn't doesn't make it okay if if uh, that previous uh, situation if we looked at her and she had said, "Hey, I understand," I and I am currently acknowledging that uh, native cultures have gone through bad things before. I don't think people would still be happy with this. I don't think this is a standard that will be applied evenly. Like, what? How? How do I apply this standard to my work if I were to do something that involves some other culture? The same care you put into getting all of the markings right on some neon-colored huskies, the bare minimum you should put into researching black and indigenous people. Researching black and indigenous people. I have to research people in order... I, I don't know, that's confusing. See, let's say um, I wanted to write a story about a character. It would be... Like... It would not help the... Uh, the world building of the story if I said, Hey, this person is specifically a Lenny Lenape person in this specific time. Um, and then I ended up incorporating some random other things that didn't exist. Like, I don't know, perhaps if that person had, uh, perhaps, I don't know, like a headdress that someone else, that, that a different tribe had that they wouldn't have even known about because they're on the other side of the country, something like that. It's like, it would pull you out of the story. The story would not be accurate to those times. Um, and I don't, I don't think that's why people are advocating for why it's bad um, to, to ha sort of have a hodgepodge of all sorts of different cultures as used as an aesthetic rather than a uh, good representation. I don't know. I think I would essentially argue for the same thing, that you should have an accurate depiction of someone so long as it's within its own culture rather than, uh, like, I don't know, if, if you have some sort of like, let's say Apex Legend, for example, like, uh, they've got a lot of things that sort of are reminiscent of other cultures, but they, uh, they, they're set far in the future to a point where it's like, they wouldn't really be the exact same as they were, uh, a really long time back, so wouldn't 
it's not necessarily something that would make a lot of sense to be like, uh, this is 100% accurate to the how the culture was in this interpretation. I, I think it's open to interpretation in that way, uh, whereas most stories I think would benefit from you being like, okay, if I'm going to have this uh, person who was part of the Cherokee tribe and they have all of these Cherokee elements that, you know, the tribal customs or religious beliefs or what have you are accurate to those people. Uh, and then, I don't know, I teleported them into the modern day through some sort of uh, uh, tennis shoes among the Nephites type of thing where you, uh, they, they time traveled to the future and then they had to deal with their religious beliefs and everything in the future. Like, if you want to tell that story, it would benefit the story immensely to have those be accurate. But I don't necessarily think that it is a morally wrong thing for you to not be accurately showing those. Um, you're drawing stereotypes. Stereotypes aren't our cultures. Uh, I don't know if anybody is saying that they are. They're negative caricatures born from white power structures. Not necessarily. A lot of times, negative caricatures are born of a lot of truth um like this you, you'd say is a racist caricature you've got this guy who's like i don't know sagging his pants and he's got a tank top on and he's got some ice on him and he's he's got the got the gat on him <laughs> is that is that a thing people say i've, I've got the gat uh he's, he's got a, a gun on him and he, i don't know what the baking soda means but it's like i this is this is like a stereotypical thug hip uh what do you call it gangster man i don't know someone from chicago or uh like i, I don't know exactly what, what this is attempting to depict but like this is this is not necessarily born from white power structures you can find people who act and look like this like it it's not born from a white power structure. It's born from people making a very hyperbolic caricature is, is the, the key term there. Um, like, I, I don't know. People aren't necessarily trying to say, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, oh yeah, all black people are like this. Um, but I don't think that in making a character who is like that, you are attempting to, uh, to argue that that is something that, people are looking like and doing so it's kind of they're not flattering us or honoring us i don't i don't think that anybody would find that flattering or honoring if that is not if they're like hey you're a black guy this is what you do right and it's like okay no there's not at all representative of me or any of the people i know but maybe this is a hyperbolic example that is to a certain degree representative of certain people elsewhere uh, to assume, I, I think the, the issue that this person has is that they are assuming that all black people are under the same moniker, where it's like, I don't know, if you say that this is like a real, I don't know, maybe, I, don't, I swear, okay, what am I trying to say? Um, you're assuming that your experiences are universal to all black people, which is absolutely not true and would be a I don't know. It's 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 a collectivist thing. It's very strange, but it's like it. Let's say this literally just looks like uh, Jesse Pinkman, <laughs> like. But um, 
like let's say that that there was someone who lived in a certain place and this was they were like hey that's actually indicative i see people like this all the time maybe i'm like one of these people like uh just because that doesn't represent you doesn't mean that it necessarily doesn't represent another people and just because it offends you doesn't mean that it offends everybody else who shares the same skin color that, that you have uh to to assume so would be quite racist i believe um, doesn't matter if the art is rendered realistically, nor if the artist in question is popular. Racism is racism. Now, that's, that's the thing. I don't think that, th that this supposed example is racist of somebody not necessarily understand, like, you taking elements from a certain thing and utilizing those as a, um, as a an aesthetic is not racism you, you you are not i mean if you want to look up an actual definition of racism i don't know if this is the good good the good definition or the moving the goalpost definition but prejudice discrimination or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership in a particular racial or ethnic group um this one, it, it's a typically, uh, so it's used typically to talk about one that is in the minority or that is marginalized. Um, but th it's it's typically applied to those situations. This is still a general general thing that can be used against. It's a general principle. Um, I don't think that there is prejudice in. Let's just take the example of uh, whatever her name is who drew the, the wolf with the beads. I don't think there's prejudice in that. I don't think there's anybody being discriminated against. There's, there's no one saying, hey, you, you shouldn't be in this circle or that I don't want to talk to you because you are a particular race. Like there's no, no discrimination and there's no antagonism. There's, there's not saying, hey, look at this. This is this is this racial caricature. Look at this this wolf that's wearing beads. Like, there's there's none of that involved in that. So yes, racism is racism, but what you are pointing out as racism is not racism. And you probably have a, a bit of a ridiculous definition of racism that I'm not going to agree with, so we probably would have to find another term that we would have to agree upon definitions because that's a point of communication. But, anyhow, uh, if a furry fandom wants to be a welcoming place for all white members need to do the work in supporting BIPOC members abilities to exist as freely as our white LGBTQ members do. I think this principle crumbles when you swap, when you swap some things. If X group wants to be a welcoming place for all, uh, white people have to change. That's interesting. That's an interesting statement. Like, I, I feel like this has probably been said by other people, just applying it to different targets. This is a racist statement. You are saying that... 
I, I think this is both prejudice and discrimination. I don't know if you can necessarily call this antagonism, but you're saying that white people have to specifically change their behavior in order to make a situation inclusive. And not because the behavior itself is discriminatory, but, well, I, I guess it is, I guess it is a, a sound argument if it's not a, uh, like, the, I guess there's no um, contradiction there. You're saying that white people are doing something that is bad, therefore white people have to do something that is no longer racist. But they have to do something that is not racist because they are doing something racist, so they have to change what they're doing. My issue is that it's not racist. Uh, and th th That's my... That's my uh, assertion. That's my rebuttal. Ultimately, this isn't a call for censorship. Um, I, I think it's a call for censorship in in a non-legal way. It's called to start drawing us respectfully for the first time. I don't I don't think it's been done. I, I think it's been done plenty of times before this. You just don't have any examples to show. For the first time, we're going to be drawn respectfully. It's like, no. Like, find find examples because. Oh, you tried to hit what you actually ended the thread with. Oh, I didn't know this. Um, but, yes, this is a call for censorship. If not legally, then culturally. You're trying to say that people should be policed in a cultural way. Uh, you know, people that, that people should be uh, criticized, censored bullied into not being able to draw something because you don't think that that thing is good but you deleted this finally for those who never cared and have been telling bipoc creators off telling you 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 are telling white people off like you, you you are telling everyone else who isn't white because you're collectivist and all you care about is these particular groups so you you're telling people off it's like a People can tell people off. You're telling people off. There's nothing intentionally... There's nothing necessarily wrong with telling people off if they're doing something wrong. But you are talking down to people because they are white and because they're not part of some groups that you in particular decided are special or something. I don't even know exactly what, what the hang-up is. And I guess that's a bigger, broader argument about collectivism. But... Um, Willingly continue to make and consume art you know is a problem. I don't know it's a problem. You've not proven that to me. Like that, this is. A, there are many an argument against what you have stated. Uh, I don't know it's a problem. You know it's a problem, and that's your problem. <laughs> you you are perceiving that something is a problem, and other people are like, no, I don't. I don't see the problem. Lay down in a bus lane or something. Lol. Thanks for reading. Like, it's just like, yeah, if, if you don't agree with me, uh, 12 hour shadow ban, I had to press a button that deleted the tweet in recognition of the ban. Basically check this box here to say you read the TOS kind of deal. It's okay. I know what I drew. So you're doubling down on this. Do you think people should kill themselves if they don't agree with you is essentially what that is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. 
As a German guy having an ancient Egyptian facade and trying to keep him authentic, I would actually love to see some respectful pictures of black characters, etc. I have no clue clue about what not to do, but this is but what is actually good to do? Yeah, this is a good question. Just draw black characters, but don't make don't follow the stupid stereotypes that exist about black people. I mean, a stereotypical representation of someone can be accurate. You can say, oh, uh, Americans, they're, they're fat and they go to, um, and they, they go to McDonald's all the time and they complain a lot. It's like, that's not necessarily an inaccurate representation. It doesn't represent all Americans, but it could absolutely represent a certain amount of people who fall within those, uh, parameters. There are people like that who exist. So it's like, oh, don't don't draw uh, caricatures of anybody who is in any particular group is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, read and learn about Egyptian culture and do it as best you can. You, you, you're, oh, you are human because grammar. You're bound, you are bound to trip and fall sometimes. It's not, it isn't a crime. And don't tell people to unalive themselves. That's a bad thing. Yeah, well. See, that is one thing, because to, to tell someone to kill yourself, is that protected under spe freedom of speech? That's an interesting thing. <laughs> That's funny, but I mean, it takes a long time to rationalize a position on, on stuff. So I don't... Uh... It's okay to draw your characters however you want. Don't let bad actors decide your character. This is okay. This is okay. I think, yeah, this is probably the image. Uh, cultural appropriation is cool or something. I suppose in cool, it means uh, morally okay. Uh, I'm guessing that this is the thing that he's referring to, but... This is a moral argument. It is okay to draw your characters however you want. Uh, morally, people can't tell you what to do. I, I guess that that's what it's saying. I don't know. I'm still not even sure where I... Like, it's protected under freedom of speech, but on a moral level, I, I kind of separate from this issue. I'm just like, I don't really care. I don't... I'm... I'm very heavily for freedom of speech, so I don't really mind if somebody paints all Americans as looking like this, or paints all British people as looking like this, or slander. People use slander in a way that it is no, that it is not mean nowadays. Um, but it is it is interesting that people bring this this up in this way. I'm not I'm not sure where I lie on. I just I don't I don't really care. If you draw what you want and say what you want, so long as it's not illegal, I don't really necessarily have a problem with it. I guess you'd have to find something that specifically offends me, and I I don't know. Even though, I'd be, like, I would have to be like, okay, you, it is, you are within your right to draw this thing, but it offends me because uh, I'm part of this particular group, uh, so you should probably be a little more respectful in this way, on a moral level. I don't know.
Eh, well, I guess that's that. Um, goodness, I, I actually went for two hours doing that. I didn't expect that to actually be the case. Um, so I don't know if I want to keep streaming or if I just want to chill. It's very hot in here. So I'm probably just going to end the stream. I, I didn't actually expect to be to do an entire uh, stream where I just sat here and uh, opined for so long. But I guess I guess that's that. Um, I I did want to I wanted to play some Isaac and maybe some uh, some Outlaws. So maybe I'll I'll stream again later on. I I do have to get to bed by. Hopefully, by at least 12, I have to get up work at 7.30 a.m. But I suppose that's it for now. Didn't think I would actually just have a dedicated stream to do this, but it's, it's a little bit better, because then it's like, uh, yeah, it's not... I don't have to timestamp it and be like, oh, this is when I... This is when I actually play the game, if you're in the, like, the game playlist or whatever. Anyhow, I suppose that's that. <laughs>